Hello and welcome back to Crystal Clear the Podcast where clarity is the goal, clarity in life, clarity in choices, and just being totally clear with who I am and where I desire to be. Crystal Clear is my affirmation and here we are seven days into the new year. Are you guys a fan of 2018 just yet? 2018's cool. I don't know about y'all. I'm pretty happy about it. So, um, if we recap on last week's episode, we talked about being the great pretender. And um, a lot of people um, were able to um, relate to kind of, you know, just going with the flow of things, even if you don't agree with it, or just, you know, disregarding how you personally felt about things, and just, you know, doing things for other people, which is not a bad thing, but it does become a harmful cycle for you you know you do want to feel good you do want to enjoy your life and you do want to enjoy what you do but it gets kind of rough if you're always doing what everybody else does and you don't necessarily want to do what everybody else does you don't necessarily agree with how everybody else does things you don't necessarily agree with the reasoning of why everybody's doing things you just kind of want to feel like you are making your decisions you are doing things because you want to do them that's very important um that it became very important to me early on like i talked about before i learned how to say no fairly early it just didn't feel good i felt guilty about it but i still said no i did i just felt guilty And now I'm kind of getting to the point to where I don't allow myself to feel guilty and I still say no. So, there's that. But um, on this week, I want to kind of piggyback off the pretending aspect and talk about kind of why we got into that and, um, well, how we got into that cycle and what it feels like now or what I would call being the bigger person I feel like a lot of us got into the cycle of doing what was right doing the right thing being fair and it just didn't feel good so being the bigger person now I was listening to uh the new year sermon for uh T.D. Jakes last night as I was taking my braids down and I you know enjoy it and agreed with pretty much everything he says but he got into this point about you know leaving the door cracked a little bit for the people who hurt you and I'm not against that I'm a forgiving person I'm all about being forgiving and allowing people to do what they have to do and I hold people hostage however however being the bigger person almost feels like you are being gigantor or Godzilla or uh what's another big uh giant thing anyway I can't think of it but it's just like it almost doesn't feel natural after a while because you're just you're just like you know what taking the high road all the time and disregarding how you feel each time and I know the Christian in me or you know the person who was raised in church and who was always taught to be fair in me it's like but hey Crystal you can't get weary in well-doing and I'm like no it's not about being weary in well-doing it's me being weary that I'm just well doing it to be right and I don't want to act from that anymore like I said I don't want to do what I quote unquote should do I want to do what I want to do 
not to be mean like I'm not talking about being mean because I want to be a good person I want to be kind I want to make people feel good but I want to make myself feel good too I want to feel like I'm being kind to myself I want to you know I, I want to actually live feel like I'm living this life for me you know I want to feel like I, I get a say in this life so in efforts to be better at uh, filling myself out and making decisions for myself I am going to pay attention to how I feel. I, somebody left a comment. People talk daily left a comment saying that they have a bad habit of never stating stuff is bothering them. And in 2018, that is no longer. And I say, you know what? We have to talk about what bothers us. Because another big thing that I hear people talking about, and they've kind of been talking about it in 2017, probably 2016, you know, the gurus have been saying you have to teach people how to treat you. Well, an important part of teaching people how to treat you is communicating how you feel. And instead of getting frustrated and saying, oh, well, I'll do it, whatever, or whatever, you have to speak up. Because what you're telling people is that no matter how inconvenienced this person might be or no matter how much they are not into doing what I'm asking them to do, they're going to do it anyway. And you are teaching them to come to you with the BS so you can just do it for them because that's what you've been doing. You've basically taught them how to treat you. You've taught them how to come at you. You've taught them everything that they do when they approach you and what they ask for and why they ask for it and not really care how you feel about it because you've taught them that. And um, oh, there's this book I always talk about, Codependent No More by Marilyn Beattie. And I've talked about this book a lot. And I talk about how she discusses, like, um, partnerships and marriages um, when one of the partners abuses alcohol and how that works. But it also talks about just being codependent and what that looks like. And it's very insightful. And it probably will make you mad when you realize all the habits you go through when you are codependent, even unintentionally, how you basically just create the the atmosphere, the environment for people to do you a certain way because you are codependent and they are codependent. And until you break that habit, you're going to get the same thing over and over and over and over again. And so that's why I'm the kind of person to where I like to pay attention to myself and look at what I'm doing that's possibly harming me are basically getting me things that I do not want, that I'm frustrated with, and I keep getting because I keep doing the same thing over and over and over. You know, you think it's right to just bite your tongue and, you know, turn the other cheek into both your cheeks blue. I'm all about that because I'm, I'm for real. Like, I don't feel like I have to fight every battle. I don't feel like I have to put my finger in everybody's face and tell them this and tell them that and tell them how I feel. I don't feel like I have to do that. But I do feel like for some of us, the current battle that we're facing is learning how to stand up for ourselves. Everybody doesn't need to do this. Some of us need to learn how to be humble and when to walk away. Some of us, that is our lesson because some of us have always said what they had to say. Some of us have always put our fingers in people's face. Some of us have always put people in their place. Some of us have no challenge in that particular um, issue. They have no problem speaking up for themselves. Your new challenge probably is going to be something along the lines of you kind of being quiet every now and again. Being told off every now and again. Because sometimes the lesson is knowing when to tell someone off and when to let someone tell you off. Learning how to be put in your place. You know, because a lot of times, a lot of us don't know when it's our time to be put in our place. 
It's all give and take. It's the ebb and flow. Hey, one day you like, you know what? I better speak up for myself. And next thing you know, you just telling everybody how you feel. And the next day, you need to probably be be on the other side of that where everybody's telling you how they feel. You know what, Chris? I didn't like the way you did that. You know what, Chris? I don't like that you feel that way. And and it's okay. I, I I want the people in my life to be able to come to me and tell me when they're upset and tell me when they don't like something. Because I will give them the opportunity to be like, okay, I don't like it. But I don't want them to come to me like they don't like it and they're not going to deal with me no more because they don't like it. No, I don't want that. That's not fair. But if you're open to tell me that I'm, I did something that made you feel a certain way and we can continue to talk about it and work on it, I'm all about that. But the point that I'm making today is being gigantor, being the biggest person ever, and it feeling like you are the smallest person ever. There is a... Something doesn't connect there. Because you're not being big if you end up feeling tiny. Like you don't matter and you're always putting everybody else before you. There's a disconnect there. It doesn't make sense to me. And I, I want to look into that a little bit more. Because when um, Bishop T.D. Jakes got into that part of it, it really made me mad. Because I'm like, you mean to tell me, in 2018, I still got to leave the door cracked? I still got to pray for them when they have rightfully wrong, you know, just outwardly wrong me time and time again I still gotta be like you know what this is the 29th time you didn't wrong me but I'm gonna pray for you and give you a hug so just when the 30th time presents itself I can still love you after you hurt me again no no when do you say no more for you not saying I'm cutting you off but I am not available for you to hurt me I am pushing you a hundred feet away. And in a hundred feet, I can send you all the love you need. I can do what for you. I can do for you when I can do what I can do when I feel like I should do it. Other than that, that's all we do. We're going to do it with a hundred feet between us. You understand? Because that's what I'm comfortable with. I'm not cutting you off. I'm just keeping the distance. Love you. I'm crazy. I actually was talking over a mountain this just there. That's funny. But yeah, I'm really serious about that. Like, create your boundaries. Get comfortable with your boundaries. Say no as much as you need to. And screw being the biggest person ever. Shout out to, to Kenya Talks on one of her um, YouTube videos. She talks about not being anybody's strong black woman because all the burdens that go on people feeling like they have to be strong there's nothing wrong with being strong but there is strength in knowing your vulnerabilities there is strength in knowing that you cannot handle everything there is strength knowing that it is fair for you to sometime get your way there is strength in that there is strength in saying you know what you can tell me how you feel all the time let me tell you how i feel sometimes there's strength in that there's strength in saying hey i'm tired of being your punching bag I'm tired of being your landfill. I'm tired of being the person you always bring your trash to. Can you just come to me and have fun every night again? Can you not bring your drama to me every time there's drama? Can you just call me and see how I'm doing sometimes? That's fair. There's value in that. Speak your peace. And if they love you, they accept it. They might not like it. Give them that. Because it's new. You ain't been doing it. Give them an adjustment period. But allow yourself to do it. Don't be holding yourself hostage. It's one thing not to hold them hostage in bad habits. But don't hold yourself hostage in bad habits. And just being consistent.
<laughs> Girl, I'm on one today. I mean, literally, that sermon made me mad. Now, I do understand there's a such thing of being convicted when you hear something that's true. I get that. I'm not a fool. I understand. But I do know that oftentimes in my life, I felt like the person that was always being disregarded. And in order for me not to feel that way anymore, I can't allow that to be. So if I feel like there's something I am um, in the middle of to where I'm possibly going to be in a position that I'm not comfortable, that's my cue. And the way I responded to, to people talk daily, I said, if I don't feel like it's a win-win, I have to do or say something. I have to do or say something if I don't feel like I'm about to benefit now, I'm not saying only do things that benefit you, but I'm saying only do things that you really want to do. Don't don't waste time on things you don't want to do. Your heart ain't in it, and you're going to you're gonna be creating negative energy when you attempt to do it, and you don't really want to do it. You might sit back and say, I'm always doing this for other people, and don't nobody do nothing for me. Well, because everything you've done for other people, you didn't really want to do. So why did you do it? Huh? No reason. Yeah, that's why. That's why it's no balance because you didn't do it. You didn't want to do it. And so when you get to asking them, they just tell you, no, nah, I don't, I don't want to do it. Because you did it and you didn't want to do it. They just going to not do it. <laughs> and it's weird because this advice goes hand in hand with other things that sound the exact opposite. And you're like, well, one day you're telling us to be kind and be bigger and, you know, stretch yourself. And another day you're saying recoil and you know uh create boundaries and i'm saying we need to do both you got to know when and where to place it you got to do both there's a balance but you have to trust yourself when which is required if you are dealing with somebody that you have a great relationship for and you want to do things for them then you continue to do things for them but if the relationship is kind of um stressed and you know, on this last leg and people requesting things of you that you're not really interested in, I feel like you have to be honest about that and make your decisions wisely. That's important. That's important. So I wanted to talk about that. I, I kind of want to go deeper into, you know, being the bigger person and make sure I got that point out really clear because as a um, person raised in the church, that was always thrown around that don't be weary and well-doing. But I'm saying sometimes... The weariness is just doing stuff because you think it's right. You're just doing the right thing because you feel like you have to. But how do you feel? How do you feel? How do you feel if you're not getting the peace or the happiness for doing something for somebody, then maybe that's not the right thing to do. Don't just be doing stuff. It's tearing you apart. It's literally ripping you to shreds. God said, I'm going to need y'all to get a better understanding of God. I'm not going to sit up here and act like I got the best. But I, I refuse to believe uh, that everything that God wants me to do feels like a punishment. I refuse. I do know there are times of trials where things will impossibly be hard. But I do understand there's also time, times of triumph. And some things are going to feel easy. And some things are going to feel like a blessing on the verge. You understand? So I refuse to feel like everything involving God is going to feel like punishment. Refuse. Refuse. All right. Let's move on.
Alright, I have been meaning to do this. Uh, me and my husband, Mr. Clear, were guest uh, hosts on black.mary.fly. Go check them out. They're here on SoundCloud. And listen to that episode. They called it Clear as Crystal, which I thought was really cute. Um, I did advertise it on my Instagram and on my Twitter. But in case you didn't see it, go check that out. Um, I had fun on that episode. That was my husband's first time doing anything like that. I'm very proud of him for doing that. Shout out to him. Big ups to him. That was major. Um, and it was a lot of fun. And I'm still getting positive feedback from that episode. So... Um, thank you to Candace Denae and Troublemaker for having us. I've been wanting to do that, but then I went through my spell where I didn't record at all. And then last week was the New Year episode and I just forgot about it. So here I am with my full memory and saying, go listen to Clearest Crystal on black.married.fly. Wings and rings. All right. Um, um, let's talk about my health. I'm supposed to be doing that consistently. So, you know, as a woman, I'm always, you know, wanting to improve my physical fitness, um, my weight, you know, by several pounds and all that kind of good stuff. Like, you're always critiquing your physical, right? Um, my mind is also very important to me, so I'm always critiquing my, my thought life as well. So, there's a balance. But um, the thing that got my attention the most, um, 2017 is the amount of times that I came down with some sort of cold. And I'm not saying that you're not supposed to get colds or you don't get colds. And I do think it has a lot to do with the amount of talking I do. Like, I, this recording thing is new to me. Um, so I do think that's a part of it. But, like, I had throat issues twice. And I'm kind of struggling through one right now. And um, I'm just like, no, no, I need to take better care of myself because I'm not used to getting sick, not about to be used to getting sick, and I want to be healthy as I possibly can be because this is important to me. And, you know, you're already going to suffer from creativity, lacking creativity or whatever else, whatever motivation that you don't feel. I don't need sickness to play an equation on that either. So I need to really do something about that. Um, I feel myself mentally making better decisions about what I eat. Um, if I cannot find something that's healthy for me, I find myself walking away, walking out of the kitchen altogether, and that's important to me. That's a very good point for me because once I'm doing that, I know that I'm intentionally trying to make good decisions um, for my body. When I am in the mindset to where I just want to feed my body and I and not necessarily my tongue, I'm in the right place. So happy to be here. Um. Shout out to everybody still going strong with their resolutions or their non-resolutions. Still working out. Um, still meditating whatever you promised yourself. If you're still making that and keeping that promise to yourself, shout out to you. It's week two. Keep that promise. Keep that promise. Rebuild that trust with yourself. Keep it up. Um, and that's really it for right now. If I think of something, I'll come back with something. But now... Let's just get into vocabulary. And I'm going to go to the intermediate level because, like, last week I knew all those words. So, let's let's try to, you know, up my game a little bit. Alright, so the first word we have is apogee. Does it mean extreme longing? Short saying? Highest point? Likely occurrence? Or do I just not know? 
And I'm going to be honest, guys. I'm not sure what Apogee means. So I'm going to go with I'm not sure. And make sure I'm pronouncing it right. Apogee. Apogee. And I'm going to use the sentence, the word in context. And it means highest point. And the Apogee of the Viennese style of music, Mozart's music continues to mesmerize audience well into the 21st century. This, 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 this sentence doesn't flow well. The Apogee, first of all, the Apogee. Apogee. The Apogee. The Apogee of the Viennese style of music, Mozart's music, continues to mesmerize audience well into the 21st century. Next word. Modicum. Dishonesty. Playful behavior. A small amount. An average size. I know what modicum means because I often listen to this um, motivational speaker or inspirational thought leader, whoever, and he always um, asks a question, when will I um, achieve even a modicum of success? So I know that means a small amount. I'm going to go with small amount. That is correct. Let's see how they're pronouncing it. Modicum. Yes. Modicum. And it's also spelled M-O-D-I-C-U-M. If my sister even had a modicum of sense, she wouldn't be engaged to that barbarian. All right. And there was context for you. All right. Bleak. Promising. Average. Aggressive. Hopeless. Bleak is pretty easy. I'm going with hopeless. Right. Um, in context. Unremitting overcast skies tend to lead people to create bleak, liter bleak literature and lugubrious music. What are the words y'all using in context? Those words need to be what y'all testing me on. Lugubrious? Lugubrious music? Okay, I'm starting over. Unremitting overcast skies tend to lead people to create bleak literature and lugubrious music compare England's band Radiohead to any band from Southern <sighs> These context sentences are killing me. These these sentences, guys, um I need to do better. My phone started doing something else because I'm going through about these words and the context clues. Uh, using these words and sentences is just sad. Bleak it's bleak how y'all using these words in context. Magoosh. Alright. Contentious. Like contentious. Without planning. Satisfied. Causing arguments. Competitive. Causing arguments. Alright. Since old Grandpa Harry became very contentious during the summer when only reruns were on TV, the grandkids learned to hide from him at every opportunity. That's better. Contentious. Contentious. Obscure. Hide from view. Unique. Argue. Make untidy. Obscure. Hmm. I would usually be like, um, unique. Small or something. That's what my mom would tell me. Like, a small detail. And so they have, um, obscure, unique, or hide from view. I'm gonna go with unique. And it's wrong. The actual, uh, Meaning it's hide from view. Obscure. On Smith's drive from the Grand Canyon, 
Mr. Smith's big head obscured much of Mrs. Robinson's view so that she only saw momentary patches of red rock. That's rude. That is rude, Magoosh. Uh -uh -uh. Profuse. Abundant, confident, large, short-tempered. Profuse. I'm going to say large or abundant. So I'm confused. You see how they do that? Profuse. Profuse amount. Could it go with abundant? Yay! Abundant. Profuse. During mile 20 of the Hawaii Marathon, Dwayne was sweating so profusely that he stopped to take off his shirt and ran the remaining six miles wearing nothing more than skimpy shorts. Pastoral. Hidden, bygone, rural, wealthy. I'm gonna go with rural. Like pastures? Right. Those who imagine America's countryside as a pastoral region are often disappointed to learn that much of the rural USA is filled with cornfields extending as far as I can see. Alright, this is gonna be the last word, guys. Alright, they brought Apogee back for me, and we both. And we all know that it means the highest point. Let me get it right this time. They said correct. You'll see this word one more time because they want to make sure you get it. Apogee. Highest point. And they gave the same context sentence. And that's all. Thank you guys. Thank you, Iyanla Van Zandt, for saying you can accept or reject the way you are treated by other people. But until you heal the wounds of your past, you will continue to bleed. You can bandage the bleeding with food, with alcohol, with drugs, with work, with cigarettes, with sex, but eventually it will all ooze through and stain your life. You must find the strength to open the wounds, stick your hand inside, pull out the core of the pain that is holding you in your past, the memories, and make peace with them. Thank you, Oprah Winfrey, for saying... As you become more clear about who you really are, you'll be better able to decide what is best for you the first time around. And with that, I close this episode. Guys, have a wonderful week. This is going to be your first full week in a long time, but you got what it takes to so make it great. All right, goodbye. Talk to you next week.